Lots of smiles on first day of school. Article by Elizabeth Lee. Youngsters across County Carlow are returning to school, bringing some sort of routine into their lives, while also living with the boundaries of the new normal. Junior infants in Grange National School and Ballon National School were among the little ones who started back on Thursday of last week. Our children were delighted to be back. They came in a few minutes later than the other children so that their parents could bring them into the yard and let them meet their teacher, Rebecca McCaffrey, said Principal of Ballon National School, Mary Carroll. The children had a great day. It was lovely. While primary school children don't need to wear masks in the classroom, they are still within their pods or small groups, while each class keeps within its own bubble. This is the new normal for them, and they're perfectly used to it. The younger children don't know any different, Ms Carroll pointed out. Laura Courtney, who teaches junior infants at Grange National School, agreed that the smaller children don't know school or life without Covid restrictions. They settle really well because they've had these rules last year and we, the teachers, knew what to do. The coronavirus is part of their lives and they don't know life without it. It's all been very positive. The children are happy. We had lots of smiles, said Miss Courtney. Carlow Library wants to hear from you. Carlow County Library Service is looking forward to reopening fully and welcoming everyone back into its buildings. In the meantime, it is asking people to take part in a county-wide survey which will run for the month of September. Our services had to respond overnight and some of the changes made due to the pandemic will stay with us, said County Librarian John Shortle. We need to hear what people would like from their library service as we move forward and adapt to a post-COVID world. The survey results will also inform the upcoming library development plan and input from both library users and non-users is welcome. You can find the survey at www.surveylegend.com forward slash s forward slash 3htb and through Carlo Library's social media pages. Copies are also available from library buildings and county council offices. You can email the library at library at carlococo.ie or call 059-912-705. Transfusion service marks 21 years here. Article by Elizabeth Lee. The Irish Blood Transfusion Service, the IBTS, celebrated its 21st anniversary of being based in Carlow by presenting the Satanta Cahirloch Hurling Camogie Club Under 11 Hurling Team with a set of new jerseys. We'd like to thank Jim Holden and the Satanta team for helping us spread the word about the importance of blood donations. This is a particularly special time for the Carlow IBTS team also as it marks the 21st anniversary of the Carlow Regional Centre opening, explained Miriam O'Neill, Area Manager of the Transfusion Service. The community support in Carlow is phenomenal, and we see great attendance at our clinics in this area. This is a challenging time of year for the blood supply, as people's routine change with going back to school and the end of the holidays. We would encourage eligible donors to attend the clinic that's on in the Talbot Hotel in Carlow Town. The clinic runs from Monday the 30th of August to Thursday the 2nd of September and an appointment can be booked on 059 9132125. To check your eligibility, 
visit giveblood.ie. Motor Club raised €2,500 for the home care team. Article by Michael Tracy. Carlo Motor Club revved up recently to raise funds for the Carlo Kilkenny home care team. Proceeds from the club's June run to Kilmore Quay raised €2,500 for the good cause. The proceeds were presented at Jimmy D's Lounge in Bagnallstown on Sunday the 22nd of August. The run to Kilmore Quay had been held in memory of the late John Murphy, one of the club's first members. The home care team had been close to John's heart. The Motor Club would like to thank all members who sold tickets to raise funds and made donations to the home care team. Old meets new in magnificent makeover of Knockbeg College. Article by Elizabeth Lee. A grandfather clock ticks steadily and patiently in a reception room in Knockbeg College. It's been ticking the time away year in, year out, since it was brought to the school in 1820. It's very old, said Monsignor Brendan Byrne, as we listen to this steady thrum of time passing. For almost 200 years the timepiece has remained unchanged, while all around it the school has stretched and grown, adapting and changing to meet contemporary times. The original Knockbeg house had been added to with extensions of classrooms and a massive gym at various stages over the past few decades. The original buildings, dating from the 19th century, remained largely untouched until they grew old and rattled with the cold in wintertime. A change had to be made. A complete renovation was needed, one that would bring the school right up to modern times. Four years ago, the Board of Management got the green light for a complete overhaul of the school to the tune of €10 million. And while it probably could have been easier to knock the whole thing down and start afresh with an entirely new campus, it was decided to keep the original Knockbeg house and its sister house with its stately facade, as well as a classroom block that was designed by famed architect Sam Stevenson in 1963. It was up to Blewett and O'Donoghue architects to retain the elegance of the old school while also creating a campus that would meet 21st century needs. Monsignor Byrne has been part of Knockbeg life since he was a boy. He came to the school in 1949 as a boarder from Knockanana in County Wicklow. He then studied for the priesthood in Maynooth College and returned to Knockbeg in 1963 to teach, while he was also rector and school principal until 1989. He's now a trustee of the esteemed college and is deeply liked and respected by the teachers and staff. He and Principal Michael Carew are justifiably proud of the new school, which is just days away from admitting the boys for the new term. The first 16 of the 18 rectors in the history of Knockbeg were also the school's principals, but that changed in 1995. Mr Carew is the third lay principal being preceded in that position by two past pupils, John Curtis and Cyril Hughes. Knockbeg is still a diocesan college and is under the patronage of the Bishop of Kildare in Lachlan. The school started in the buildings now known as Carlow College back in 1793. Although it was initially a lay college, it was decided to take clerical students too, and so it became a priest training college as well as a school for boys. 
The demand for school places began to outstrip the space they had in Carlow Town. So in 1857, Knockbeg House, just a few miles away in County Leash, was bought. By 1892, the entire non-clerical staff and students were ensconced in Knockbeg, while Carlow College continued as a seminary. Enormous changes took place in the early years of the last century, particularly under the rectorship of Father P.J. Doyle. Cricket and rugby were replaced by hurling and Gaelic football, while the Irish language was promoted. Indeed, Knockbeg became a safe house and a meeting place for many rebels during the War of Independence. Times moved on, and a new society in Ireland was created. The introduction of free secondary education and school transport meant that boarding schools were not as popular as before, and in 1985 the school was opened to day boys. By 2011, the days of Knockbeg College being a boarding school were over. The renovation has shone a light on the school's architectural history. The old boundary walls of the estate have been stripped of ivy, while a disused coach house looks ready to take on any four-legged visitors, thanks to conservation architect Michael O'Boyle. The builders also discovered a series of recesses set deep in one of the stone walls. They look like little cubby holes, but in fact they are bee bowls, created to encourage bees to make their homes there. Another beautiful historical feature is the college chapel, which has been fully refurbished. The new extension covers the entire old farmyard area and includes a gym and sports hall, two ASD units that have sensory rooms and gardens, a new canteen, music room and a new three-storey block that overlooks the beautiful river barrow where generations of youngsters swam. Outside, added to the four existing football pitches are four new basketball and tennis courts. And where generations of boarders once slept under the rafters of Knockbeg House, the dormitories have been turned into classrooms, science labs, a library and a study hall. The corridors are lined with photographs and records of past pupils, a pictorial record of the past 120 years of academic and sporting achievements. The house has been gracefully restored and the magnificent facade of the front house has been returned to its stately self. It's just two days before the class of 2021 begin their new school term. The staff were working away putting last-minute touches to the classrooms while parents dropped in to pick up books. The grandfather clock is still ticking steady and evenly as it witnesses a new generation of boys into the knockbeg fold. <laughs>